You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. The entire world of dental composite dentistry has been changing almost simultaneously with the pandemic. How do we make a choice now that nearly every company is unleashing their single-shade composite system? Our guest today is Dr. Peter Oster, who spent 10 years in leadership positions in the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry and is the 2022 chairman of their Professional Education Committee. He is the founder and past president of the Greater New York Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, and Dr. Oster is a Dawson Academy scholar and Catapult Education speaker who lectures about cosmetic, reconstructive, and comparative product-based dentistry. Dr. Oster, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thank you so much, Phil. I'm happy to be here. Your webinars for Viva Learning have been fantastic. You have unlimited enthusiasm on those on those webinars, which is great because that's what Thank keeps you. the attention of our online user base. Um, so we were really happy that you've been contributing through through our webinar program. Uh, so we the title mentions revolution. Join the single shade composite revolution. So I'm assuming there's lots of companies that are offering this. So why do you call this a revolution and, and what has changed so markedly? It's, it's incredible. It's actually over the last two years in dentistry. I think one of the biggest changes that I've ever seen in my lifetime in dentistry is what's happening with composites. So the entire time since I started out in dentistry, which believe it or not was 1980, the first one posited out there was something called Concise and there was another one called uh, Adaptic. It was one shade, but it was one shade that matched nothing. It didn't match any teeth, but it worked fine. It looked better than. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember using those materials. I graduated uh, endo in '85 and undergrad dental in '83. So th those were the two materials we used. Okay, so maybe you know the answer to this. I've asked this in my lectures. So which group of specialists actually still use that same composite that was brought that was put in in the 1970s? Concise is only used by one group of dentists now. I mean, it could be to fill an access prep. You're exactly right. So I, I am an endodontist, retired. So <laughs> that's probably what I was using it for. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's good for it's good for an access prep and maybe used as a core to some extent. Well, it's good as an access prep because it's really uncomfortable and it makes the patient come in to get more work done. The basics of all this is that I've been watching as a dentist companies ramping up the numbers of shades of their composites for years, you know, from 1980 on down. So if you remember that, you'll remember the names of all these. So we started with Concise and the, the top product usually over those years was the 3M product. It just happened to work out that way. Maybe they had the most marketing abilities, but I'm sure you remember Z100, you remember Z250, and then the latest product that they've been using for the last 10 years, which is the number one on the market, was Filtech Supreme Ultra, which had 36 shades. So you basically went from one shade to 11 shades to 24 to 36. Now there are issues with 36 shades that I, I can talk about in a couple of minutes, but now suddenly it's going backwards. So over the last two years, only in the last two years, Ivoclar Vivident came out with a 12 shade composite, Tetric Prime. Densply came out with a six shade composite, TPH Spectra. Kerr came out with Simple Shade, where there's a, sheet, a three shade composite. And now you're starting to see these ads all over the place for a composite called One, which has got to be the best name out there. I mean, they did a good job. That's, that's Culzer. Um, and it's, they're basically versions of Venus Diamond and Venus Pearl that they call One. 
So you got to say that they win the award for the best named product. The worst named product is the newest one on the market, and it's made by Curari, and it's called ES2 Clear Fill Majesty. I've tried it. It's a good composite, but you're going to get people to use it as a one-shade composite with a name like that? I, right. I just don't think that's going to happen. Boy, the way you describe this, Dr. Alster, it's, uh, there's no surprise now that they recognize you as a top comparative product-based dentist. You really do have a great understanding. So keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. I work, I work with Catapult Education. If you know what Catapult Education sure. is, it, it's, it's a wonderful company, but it gives us the opportunity to try all these products. So we really get an idea of what's good and what's bad. And I, I'm only going to talk about products that I like. I just I won't do anything else. So here's the benefits of single shade composites. So there are a lot, actually a lot of benefits. Number one, during COVID, there's less contamination possible because one of the problems during COVID is you're not supposed to put anything in your countertop. Now, if you're going to use one of those other composites that are 30 shades, how many do you stick out there that are actually going to get potentially aerosol contaminated? So if you have one shade, that's not going to happen. So a single shade, of course, is much cheaper. You don't have to buy lots of shades. And then there's far less waste. Because one of the things that I ask in my lectures of, of people all the time, I say, what's in your closet? Right. And anyone who's a general dentist knows what's in your closet, which is hundreds of shades, or not hundreds of shades, but hundreds of composite compules that have expired. Yeah, let me ask and this. Why, why is that? Why did GPs or, or, general de or dentists in general build an inventory of unused products that just expire? Is that just the nature of the beast? Possibly the fact that dentists, more than a lot of other professions, are suckers. Mm -hmm. And if they see some beautiful marketing, they're going to take it. Right. So if they see a 35 shade composite, they're going to get the whole thing. And think about that. How many, how many times in your you know, week are you going to use an, an A5 composite or, or an OM2 composite? You're just not going to see it. So the problem is within two years, that product is dead. And then you put it in your compule gun and guess what happens? The gun jams and it pops out. And then you don't have a product. And, and I just threw away, I'd say, maybe 500 compules. So are those kits, I know Ivoclar Vivadent had them and Densplice had them. You have the enamel layer and the dentin layer and then the, all these different layers um, on top of the different shades right. to give you the translucency and the, and the coloring. Is that, I mean, it, to me as an endodontist, it seemed almost absurd and impractical for a dentist in a busy practice to be playing around with that all day long when the difference between, unless you're doing some absolutely phenomenal anterior aesthetics on a patient that's doing the news every night on national news, do you think that was just something that became so impractical it just went by the wayside? I think it depends what type of a dentist you are and what you really do in your practice. I mean, if you're, if you're in the middle of a city and you list yourself as a cosmetic dentist and you're doing lots of composites in the front of the mouth or, or composite veneers, then it made sense. Mm -hmm. But if you're if you're a typical dentist that's doing MODs and DOs in the course of your day and some class fives or class threes, are you going to need three shades? Probably not. I know when I'm when I'm as an AECD guy, I know that I sound like it sounds like heresy. Right. But as a regular dentist, it's it's not, and it, right. and it does make sense that you don't need that for most of the work that you do. So the manufacturers, you know, they're looking to sell to the to the masses as far as dentists go. So 
what percentage are those dentists that you talked about that are aesthetically inclined to work very precisely in the anterior part of the teeth in midtown Manhattan with hedge fund managers or people that are, you know, anchors on TV shows? What's that percentage versus the general population of dentists that, like you said, do most of their work doing MODs and MOs and that kind of restorative? I think there are people in cosmetic dentistry that are going to be nailing me for this, but I don't think it's more than 15%. Okay. So th that's I a good reason for the manufacturers to readjust their their marketing strategy and their and their the way they're doing things. Yeah, keep going. This is very interesting. Well, do you want me to differentiate? I can talk to you a little bit about the different yeah, kinds so of Yeah, so that's actually that's actually I'm glad you brought that up because that's my next question. What are the leading single shade products on the market that have now evolved because of what you just talked about and how can they be differentiated? Well, the first two products that came out, as far as I know, unless there was something else that came out simultaneously, Tokiyama's Omnichroma was kind of a groundbreaker. And, and that's the one that kind of really shook up the market a couple of years ago. Voco's Admira Fusion Extra came out pretty close afterwards or actually was, was out around the same time. And they're both excellent products, but they both have different functions and they work differently. So Omnichroma, which I got to know very early on, is, is a fabulous product. And it, it basically uses something called physical color as opposed to chemical color. Most of the composites out there are chemical colors. So basically, they use tints and dyes to create the color and try to match whatever's around it. Physical color is different. It, it kind of takes what's around it, absorbs it, grabs it, and that's where the color comes from. So you don't need tints and dyes and pigments to go with it. That's very interesting. So even with what you just described, it mm -hmm. seems unbelievable that a single shade is possible to do what 25 to 36 shade uh, products do. Well, that's why it's becoming a little confusing because some of the products on the market that say they do it actually don't. Uh, a number of products have taken some of their translucent shades and called it an omnichromatic shade. And it's not, it's just translucency. So you can actually go to the bottom of the restoration and see where the color is coming from. But others are actually very good. And as I said, omnichroma is an excellent material. ES2, uh, which is made by Curare, it's our Clearfill Majesty product, is actually an excellent product, but it also, it also gets the award for the worst named product in dentistry. Mm -hmm. which is what some countries companies tend to do. I don't know why. Vocals of Mira Fusion, which is basically the, the bulk of what I want to talk about today, is, is a really terrific product that has different properties than the others does. It basically uses the chemistry of the product and the type of fillers in it to match virtually every shade on the market. But it has a lot of other things as well, some things that the other products don't have. Number one, it acts like a bulk fill which means you can fill four millimeters at one time. It's got a four millimeter depth of cure, which is all you need for most fillings, which is, which is perfect. Also, each compule is packaged individually, which is another reason it's great during COVID because I call it one and done. You use it, you throw out the package, throw out the packaging, and it's gone. Uh, for someone here who's a kind of guy who believes in, in not throwing stuff out, but this is a time, unfortunately, where you want disposables. Maybe in a year or two, we won't. But right now, we don't want to start opening and closing things and trying to disinfect everything that we see. Not only the benefit of the disinfection standpoint, but also the fact that it's uh, four millimeters. So it's, that saves time. And the single shade saves time. So the chair time where that patient is exposed 
or the office staff is exposed to that patient is minimized, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, so you're, you're talking, is, right? Is that a physical or chemical shade match at my refusion extra? Which one is that? Is it because you describe both? Well, it has to do with the filler particles that are in the product. You know that every composite out there has fillers. Now, technically, mirror fusion is not a composite, but we'll talk about that in just a second. So basically, the major fillers in mirror fusion are glass fillers called a nanoparticulate mass, which takes up 60% of the product. The remaining 40% is made up of macro and micro particles, which has less influence on the color. So that 60% is basically in charge of the color. That nanoparticulate mass, I hope we're not making this too complicated, I'm trying not to, is mm -hmm. clear. The light passes right through it and it allows the light to reach the actual tooth structure. So the tooth structure determines the color as opposed to the filler particle. The other thing about it is that the filler particles are very, very small. They're just 20 to 40 nanometers, which means they're smaller than the wavelength of ambient light. So this, and, and they're spherical shaped. So all of that allows the light to go through it rather than bouncing back. And if you know anything about translucency versus opacity, translucency, translucency means the color goes through. Opacity means it bounces back, which is why a lot of zirconias in the back of the mouth don't look very good because they're purely opaque and nothing goes through them, they just bounce. Yeah, I thought that was very well explained and, and you took something that's fairly complex and made it pretty simple to visualize. So Ormosur technology, could you talk to us about the nano Ormosur technology why they call it Ormosur? What benefits does it bring to the, the fact that it's a single shade product? Sure. Well, the Nano Ormosur product is part of the Voco Admira Fusion design, and it's on all the products that are called Admira Fusion. And there's Admira Fusion, Admira Fusion Extra, Admira Fusion Flow. All of them are technically not composites because they don't use a typical composite resin matrix. Instead, they use silicate technology. And that gives them a lot of other benefits that you get through this product that other products don't have. Number one, they don't have BPAs. And if you don't think about BPAs, it's what they're taking out of these. You don't see BPAs in water bottles anymore because they've found that there may be, not necessarily for sure, but they're thinking there may be a carcinogen involved. And they've seen these BPAs attached to people's brains and prostates and, and cardiology issues. So that's something that's not in this in this material, but it's in most composites. Uh, there's less shrinkage and shrinkage stress because of the silicate uh, technology. And there's also a lot of high luster. So you're getting a lot of benefits from this particular product. And I got to tell you that in my practice now, I have gone through years of these many, many shade composites and I'm using a single shade composite for almost every filling that I do these days. In premolar and molar, not anterior? Or you're talking about anterior as well? Anterior as well. It, they're wow. beautiful in class fives. They're beautiful in class threes. Class fours, I've got to be honest with you, I've seen some great cases with class fours when I'm a little bit concerned about using it when there's nothing behind it because you're not taking where are you going to get it from? You're not getting the color from the tooth if there's nothing behind it and nothing in front of it. But when on you, the other hand, I know people that do it and do a great job with it. When you put this in as a single shade in the anterior, or I guess anywhere in the mouth, is there a time period where you tell the patient, give it a few hours or a day for the colors to blend? Or is this immediate? 
visual. You know, it's funny. I, I used to do that, and I used to do that when I'm talking when I'm working on posterior fillings and, and, and the old materials I used. I don't really find that anymore. And I find that the, the, the beauty of these composites or whatever you call them um, is that the color is matched immediately. So even if the tooth is dried out at eight o'clock, it matches the dried out color at eight. But when the, when the tooth starts to get humidified again, later it matches the new color. So which is pretty. yeah, that's amazing. How, how does this material flow? Is for, do you need to put a flowable down first to get into all the nooks and crannies in a, down in the box if you're doing a class two or whatever, and then you bulk fill the Admira Fusion Extra on top? I haven't found that. No, because of, because of the fact that there's a four millimeter depth of cure, the material is actually soft enough that it does go into nooks and crannies. I'll tell you one thing where I, in one case where I've actually mixed composites. Um, Omnichroma now has a flowable. So if I really need difficult nooks and crannies, what I will do sometimes is put the Omnichroma flow on, and then I'll use one of the other materials over it, and you can use the Admira product right over it. Okay, so Admira Fusion, or Admira Fusion, and I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but that's different than Admira Fusion Extra. Extra is the bulk fill version? Extra is the bulk fill Omnichromatic version. So why would you want to use something that's not omnichromatic? Well, for, for dentists out there who want to make something the exact color of the tooth itself and try to match it, that's what we've been using for years. Okay, so um, the Admira Fusion is itself, how is that, uh, not the extra, but the, the Admira Fusion, mm -hmm. tell, tell me the best way, the application, the clinical application for the use of that material. Very similar to any other composite you've ever used, even though it's not technically a composite, you still use it the same way. You're still going to etch it. You're still going to use a bonding agent for it. Uh, Boca makes a really terrific bonding agent, which works well with it. That's the other beauty of these omochromatic materials is that there's no change in anything that you normally do. There's a ceramic component. Correct. And, and that's true in any of the Amira Fusion products. Yes. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, so you, you do get a nice shine. You get a nice gloss to it. Mm -hmm. uh, it polishes beautifully. Yes. The materials are really just becoming more and more advanced. It's uh, phenomenal how we are coming back to single shade from the days like you talked about when you started this podcast back in the 70s and 80s, where we had concise and adaptic. You take it out of a tub, base and catalyst, and you just mix it them was, up, put it in. It, it was only self-cure. That stuff it, it's set up like, I, <laughs> it was like marble. It was so hard. You think this is never coming out. But of course, we didn't really understand the shrinkage. Well, the first materials out there were macrofills. And macrofills were really, really dense uh, and very, very large filler particles. And, and the benefit to that is they're very, very strong, but they're ugly. Mm -hmm. So the next products that came out were the microfills, which were exactly the opposite. The microfills were the first materials that actually were beautiful and really looked like tooth structure, which was every and everything was fine there until you started biting on them. So you know that's where the sandwich technique came in. We had used a microfill on the outside and a macrofill on the inside. Right, right, and that's because those the macrofill had those bigger particles that would pluck out. Right, you would exactly. you would lose the smoothness of the restoration, and it would it would look rough no matter how much you polished it. They would continue to pluck out where the smaller particles would not, or they would, but it wouldn't affect the aesthetics. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No, very interesting stuff. So, what would you be uh, recommending to a new dentist coming out as far as all these different single shades? Wh which one well, do they choose? 
Oh boy, that's that's a tough one. It depends what you're looking for. I mean, if I'm a dentist coming out of school, I absolutely start with a single shade composite because it's so much cheaper. That that's the real that's another benefit to this I haven't talked about. See, every time a new product came out there, the next product was more expensive than the one before it. Mm-hmm. Right. And they haven't been doing this. Omnichromo is a little less expensive than the products before it. Uh, the Mirror Fusion products are not terribly more expensive than anything they've had before. So they've actually done this right. Um, so I, I, I say try them. You know, both all of these companies will allow you to try their products and get a very small amount of them. So try it and see what works well in your hands. But you're going to be so impressed by this product and how it works. Yeah, great stuff, Dr. Oster. We appreciate all the feedback you've given us. Thanks for the webinars and the podcast. I hope to have you on more soon and uh, continue the great work in your educational efforts at Catapult and Dawson. And uh, good luck being the new chairman for the Professional Education Committee for the Academy, American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's coming up in uh, several weeks. You'll start that year um, as chairman. Congratulations to you. Thanks very much. Thanks, Dr. Clark.